There are many people who have a ton of talent in this world. Talent isn't just synonymous with athletics, not just with the arts or creatives. Talent can be among any discipline. Each one of us has talent. But there aren't that many who have the discipline, the determination, and the drive to manifest the potential of their talent to an extremely high level. No one has a straight path in life. There are lots of twists and turns, which often leads to growth, understanding, and wisdom, if you know where to look. No Straight Path, hosted by Ashley Menzies Babatunde, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, aims to inspire conversations around the nuanced perspective of success. Because the podcast focuses on the millennial perspective, many guests are mid-journey, which is a refreshing take on perspective in today's podcast continuum. Ashley interviews her guests, capturing a snapshot of the work they've done thus far, while also discussing their hopes and dreams for the future. She'll speak with various guests about their definitions of success and how they overcame failure and life's unanticipated challenges. Listen to No Straight Path, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts. Malcolm Gladwell says, to become a master of something, specifically a master of your craft, you need at least 10,000 hours. Now, to be fair, in the grand scheme of things, That's only 1.142 years, which doesn't seem like a lot. But in actuality, that's a lot of time to invest. There are 8,760 hours in a year. Now, most people spend 2,080 hours working, and they spend 2,920 hours sleeping. That's working eight hours a day, five days a week, and that's sleeping roughly eight hours a day. All of that subtracted from 8,760 hours leaves you with 5,000 hours to work with. Now, let's assume you're not a robot and that you will not spend every other moment learning, developing, evolving, and growing your craft. Let's also assume that life may not allow you because it won't allow you to focus the remaining hours on your craft. So let's play it safe and say that you'll be lucky to be able to commit and follow through 1,000 hours on it, which means at that pace of 1,000 hours a year, and Malcolm Gladwell says it takes at least 10,000 hours to be, air quotes, a master of something, that means it will take you 10 years to therefore be considered a master at your craft. Now, obviously... The more you can commit to learning, growing, developing, executing, and evolving your craft a year, the faster you'll reach this 10,000-hour milestone. What's up, digital world? You're listening to the I Digress Audio Experience with Troy Sanders. Social media, marketing, storytelling, business, culture, and more. Coming to you in three, two, one. What I hear a lot and many times is the phrase, no excuse, just produce. You'll hear that from any basketball coach, 
in the Bronx, in the South Side of Chicago. Hey, there's no excuse. Show up, do what you got to do. Produce. That's it. That's all. That is the model if you want to scale exponentially. I've said this line in many, many, many of my episodes. There's no excuses in this game. You just got to come correct and do what you have to do. Period. Full stop. The thing is, not everybody can, not everybody will, and most won't. The sacrifice is too great. The sacrifice necessary. They aren't normal. The success you desire requires abnormal ability to make such sacrifices and be committed to using the time the majority will spend elsewhere that you're choosing to spend toward this craft that may or may not be profitable yet, that may or may not reveal itself to others yet, that may be an expensive thing to hone, develop, and scale. If I take a hard pause for one second and I think back to every interview, every job, every boss, every coworker, any conflict I've ever had, developing of my soft skills, developing of my hard skills, challenges, success, failure, a hiring, a firing, a business venture, a book, networking event, criticism, praise, disappointment, every cell that gained, every cell that was lost, and so many other things have developed me and my proficiency into what my craft is and what it is yet becoming. I'm sure it's similar for you as well. As you can see, launching, growing, and scaling, as I've said in so many of my episodes, takes time. I even talked about the four currencies, your time, money, skill, and knowledge. All that needs to be in alignment and have the right combination for you to achieve the growth, to expand your horizon, and reach your destination. Becoming an SME, a subject matter expert in something, <laughs> demands so much of you that most just aren't built for the commitment and making the necessary sacrifices and being literally obsessed over something that is going to take time to show its fruit. The fruition, the reward is going to show later. And most people want immediate gains. They want that Amazon Prime two-day, one-day, next-hour results. And to be a master, it takes patience. It takes poise, discipline, determination, drive, and this unrelentless will and self-sustaining motivation to stay committed to the process, to the program, to the journey, to the race, to even have a chance on top of known and unknown variables to even accumulate that amount of hours to maybe, no guarantee, to maybe say after all of that, that you are a, air quotes, master of something. Ah, email. The snail mail of the internet. The littlest brother of the marketing channel family. Usually overlooked as the least important part of one's marketing efforts. The reality is that many brands, particularly many marketers, are leaving money on the table by neglecting email's position as a crucial and critical marketing channel. Not only is it the most intimate marketing channel where you can speak directly to your customer and earn their business for life, but it's also one of the most cost-effective channels to put your money into. According to HubSpot, email nets $42 in sales for every dollar spent, netting an eye-watering 4,200%. So I don't know about you, but I think as marketers, we need to prioritize email marketing. 
Thankfully, that's where the Google Conference comes into play. The Google Conference is the largest online email marketing conference in the world. The brainchild of Jay Schwedelson of SubjectLine.com has put together a 100% free virtual conference designed to share the very latest digital trends, email best practices, and emerging tools you'll need to step up your email marketing performance today. I'm also happy to say that I am a brand ambassador for the Google Conference. When and where? It's virtual. November 2nd to November 3rd. You will learn everything you need to do to enter a marketer and come out a guru. Again, the Google Conference is 100% free, but seats are still limited. One final nugget I want to leave in this moment with you. Damon John, yes, the shark himself, will be the keynote speaker for Guru Conference 2022. Continue to listen to the iDigress podcast for more information about the Guru Conference. Click on the link to register. Tell your friends to register. Tell your marketing colleagues to register. Get your whole team registered for this amazing good time. And I will see you there. I like to think of it this way. When people know when they face a certain problem or need a certain thing and they come to you or people recommend you or they call you, you're being mentioned, you're the person, you may be on your way. True masters, though, know and understand they must always continue to improve their level of mastery. If they don't, they won't maintain their level of mastery and someone else will become better than them or they'll lose their grasp over the skill and the knowledge and the understanding and all the things that go with understanding and mastering of that craft. You can always tell the real masters by the fact that they strive every day to improve. They keep putting in the hours. Yeah, you won one championship, but if you want to be an all-time great, you want to win another and another and another. And you want to win in a way that they know that the only you could have won is if you were at your best and you beat the best over and over and over again. They got better, still couldn't beat you. People come to mind like Michael Jordan, obviously the GOAT, six for six. My favorite NBA player, Kobe Bryant. If your job is to try to be the best basketball player you can be, mm -hmm. right? to do that, you have to practice, you have to train. You want to train as much as you can, as often as you can. So if you get up at 10 in the morning, train at 11, right? 12, say 12, train at 12, train for two hours, 12 to 2. Um, you have to let your body recover, so you eat, recover, whatever. You get back out, you train, start training again at 6. Train from 6 to 8, right? And now you go home, you shower, you eat dinner, you go to bed, you wake up, you do it again, right? Those are two sessions, right? Now imagine you wake up at 3, you train at 4, you go 4 to 6, come home, breakfast, relax, so, so, blah, blah, blah. Now you're back at it again, 9 to 11, right? You relax, and now all of a sudden you're back at it again, 2 to 4, and now you're back at it again, you know, 7 to 9. Look how much more training I have done by simply starting at 4. But I digress. You don't just want to be a master by just getting to that 10,000 hour milestone. If you think that's all you have to do and then you get there and you're done, you've missed the point. That's kind of like the gateway, the diploma, the doorway just to get into the conversation of being a master of something. Look at all the different calibers of what a master really is. And if you really are built that way to achieve that mastery in something, it's going to require a lot out of you to get it. True growth requires patience. 
established boundaries, sacrifices, and separation from various distractions that will kill your drive, your passion, your discipline, your creativity, and or your will to continue down the path. It's not pretty. Most will doubt you because they won't understand you. Why aren't you here? Why aren't you there? Where are you going? What do you see that I don't see? That doesn't make sense. It looks dumb. It looks crazy. You're insane. They won't see the vision. Rightfully so, because it wasn't their vision to see anyway. It was your vision. Therefore, only you have the context to move forward in where the direction that you're going. You're always working or building, or reading, or learning, or writing, whatever the action is that's applicable to your journey. But one day, they'll blink, and it's like, when did you do this? When did you get here? How did you get here? When did you level up? When did this change occur? When did you change from being this person that I knew here to this person, to this position, having this company, or this role, or this opportunity over there, and how did I miss this? What do you do when you come up to a blind spot? Do you speed up? Do you close your eyes and hope for the best? Of course you don't. You want to know why? Because you can't see what's beyond. It's very imperative that you see the full picture. Moving forward in business is kind of the same thing. When you want to make big bets on how to connect with your customers, you need the full picture. The full vision needs to be in view. The HubSpot CRM platform gives your marketing, success, and sales teams a full 360 view of your customer. The payments feature lets your teams leverage payments data for targeted email campaigns and automate workflows when your customer pays, meaning your business keeps running smoothly and your teams can continue crafting customer-first experiences. And we all know the detriment of what happens if you don't have the full picture of your customer in view. Things crash. Things don't go the way that they were supposed to go. And you lose ground. You lose momentum. But to maintain that momentum, use the HubSpot CRM platform to help you provide the insights of your customer for your entire team to perform its best work because you have the full view of your customer insight at all times. Learn more about how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. The greatest moves are the ones made in Some just don't stay in it long enough to achieve greatness. And I would encourage you to go back to episode 21 so you can understand and embrace grit. Greatness requires internal transformation. That was a very powerful episode that I had. I was going through a lot, sharing a lot of my vulnerabilities in episode 21. And I also shared a lot of vulnerabilities in episode 17, talking about failure. But I really want you to go into episode 21, listen to grit. Greatness requires internal transformation. And I think it'll give you a motivational boost to do what you need to do, to be who you need to be, to go where you want to go. As I already echo when I reference the great, the GOAT, 
Michael Jordan, my favorite NBA player, Kobe Bryant, my second favorite NBA player, Steph Curry, but not just in NBA. I think of Serena Williams. I think of the greats like Djokovic and Nadal. I've been loving tennis and Wimbledon. Goodness, Joker did it again, but I digress. The greatest athletes, or let's say not even just the athletes, the greatest business people that you know, all had seasons where they didn't waste time and energy on the things majority of the people in even their own circles did. In most cases, they left their entire circle behind to put in the work, to train, to evolve, to come out of the training, to come out of the evolution, a stronger, better, more equipped, more talented, more precise individual to be who they needed to be, to do what they needed to do. They did it, they achieved it, then they celebrated after. This is another Strategy Accelerator brought to you by Agency Accelerated Podcast with Stephanie Liu, powered by Agora Pulse. So David, once you have your profile optimized and you've convinced the team successfully that we're all aligned and you've got all the tools in place to help you, especially Grammarly, right? You don't want to have like your C-level executive (laughs) sending out typos and David JP, right? How do you actually start to generate leads from LinkedIn at that point? How do you transition from, hey, I'm here to network. How do I help you into like, okay, now let's start talking about sales. You know, I think this is definitely a place where your audience, your client type and demographic does play into this. It's not necessarily a matter of, oh, there's just one thing you do and then you get leads. What does a lead really mean to you? Is it a a name and a position? Is that a lead? You know, is it MQL? Is it SQL? I think one of the problems or one of the black marks on LinkedIn has been the proliferation of what I would call the lead generators. The companies that teach or the automated platforms that will do it for you where it's just number games and it's automated and they're just trying to get some sort of attention and interest even a little bit to get that lead. And all you're really giving you is a here's, you know, Susan, she's the CMO at company XYZ. It's nice, but that's not really going to I think bring you into a true sales conversation. So, how do you actually then leverage the platform to get those sales conversations? Pay attention to for example the news feed. We talk about Sales Navigator, the ability to follow specific leads or accounts. Even if you don't have that, you might know there's hey 10 10 or 15 people in your network that you'd love to do business with, you met somebody at a conference who'd be a great client, connect with them and then start paying attention. It's about relationships and relationships don't happen immediately. They don't happen without any energy or effort, right? It's that ongoing conversation. A good friend of mine, Steve Watt from Seismic will often say, LinkedIn is the biggest global ongoing networking conversation happening that you can always dip your toes into. So there's a lot of great technology out there that will allow you to kind of pay attention to signals that your your network might be giving off on LinkedIn. But also this is where some training and some help with your, your sales staff or whoever's customer facing. Definitely if you're the founder, if you're the president, if you're the person in charge, just talking and being in conversation that could be posting, that could be responding to comments. And then you go, oh, this person is talking about a problem that we solve. And then it's as simple as going, you know, sign into their DMs, reaching out, Hey, I saw you post about X. That's something that we actually do. Is it worth grabbing a quick conversation for 20 minutes? You know, the nice thing about Zoom calls now is everybody's pretty comfortable with grabbing a 20 minute Zoom call. This is where LinkedIn kind of blurs that marketing and sales, those silos together. And it's tough because I can't give you this, oh, you do X and then Y and then Z and then boom, money. But 
we know that that's how sales has always happened. And that's really where, again, we can scale. And I would almost say like, use LinkedIn as a force multiplier. I don't have to go to that conference, fly and take three days to talk to 20 or 30 people. I can do that from the comfort of my home office on my screen and have those conversations. And so often on Agency Accelerated, we've said there are resources and relationships. So start building them now. You might not get the sale right away, but you may know someone who knows someone else that can help them with a specific problem that they're facing right then and there. And if you are that person that is a problem solver that has the connections and the resources, then you become top of mind and tip of tongue. It's being that guide. The reality is if we can let them be on their buyer's journey, be the resource for them when they need it and position ourselves as that person can be the resource for them when they are ready to buy, when they go, hey, Stephanie, you know, you talk a lot about topic XYZ. That's what we need. Can we have a conversation? It's a lot easier way to sell than, hey, can you talk to me? Hey, can you talk to me? Hey, you want to buy from me? Hey, can we talk right now? Like what you heard? Go to agorapulse.com slash agency accelerated for more information about Stephanie's interviews with high-level individuals across the spectrum here to help you accelerate and grow your business. I also have linked to various Agora Pulse resources that can help you scale and grow your business. So check them out. The link will also be in the show notes. Took me years to be able to cut off distractions. And it wasn't just the act of cutting off distractions. It was being able to understand what is a distraction. Now, it may seem very obvious, but when you're deep into your level of growth, it may not be as apparent right away who or what is keeping you, preventing you from achieving the level of greatness that you're destined for. And it may be awkward. It may be uncomfortable when you start really processing what you need to do in order to be who you want to be. That's why it took me years. And not just cutting off the distraction, really being disciplined about letting go of that distraction and not letting it creep back up to slow you down. You see, my goals are bigger than someone's opinion of me, especially from those that don't even interact with me on the daily or have been there for me or in my circle. My dreams are bigger than losing ground off doing other stuff. Most people observe and watch. They won't actually give support outside of vanity metrics on social media with a like. But when you find those who will give you genuine support, better yet, hold you accountable to your own goals, those are your real people. So you have to understand in doing that balance of eliminating distractions and adding people who's going to hold you accountable to your own goals, your own KPIs. Are you hitting the ROIs that you need? Are you hitting the milestones that you need to do what you need to do? Use what you have to get what you need to eventually get what you want. Come on now, I'm making these episodes connect. If you've been with me for the last 10, 15, 20 episodes, we in this like a puzzle piece. We making this connect. You feel me? You go even a step further, episode 25, when I talk about a jigsaw puzzle. We can map out the life you want to live and the business you want to build, but you got to create that vision and align the jigsaw puzzle. Matter of fact, I have an episode all about vision. Episode 23, all about vision. How do you create the vision? Are you embracing that vision? Once you have that vision, things don't seem impossible anymore. Episode 22, I talk about impossible. See, I can bring it, y'all. I want to make it all connected. I want to make it all make sense. But we have to understand how to do these things. We have to set the right boundaries. It's a hard line to navigate. But then again, achieving the success you want isn't easy. 
And it's why many people fail and just accept their current reality as gospel and fall back in line with echo chambers who've told them they couldn't do it. I knew it. You couldn't do it. You didn't have the stuff. You weren't able. You should have gave up. You should have quit. You never should have even tried. Well, you can't win unless you try. And I already playing with house money because everyone says I'm going to fail. So if everyone's saying I'm going to fail and the odds says I might fail, I might as well try because guess what? I got nothing to lose. And if I win, whoo, look out now. But we have to understand that. Truth is, if you knew the goals that I have, most would laugh and say I'll never get them. They're too big. They're too ambitious. They're not achievable. They said that about this podcast, but I'm doing okay. They said that about writing a book, but I launched it. They said that about my business. It's doing pretty good. They said that about me trademarking strategy hackers. It's trademarked. They said that about me trying to speak on stages. Well, I've spoken at over 600 of them at this point. Not too bad. Not too bad. But I still have more. I still have more goals. I still have more things Troy wants to do. And I know there's many more things that you want to do as well. We have to put in this effort. It ties back into that level of hours and commitment and discipline to being a master at your craft. There is something you have. There is something you can do with ease, with no effort, all natural ability that you're passionate about, that you can do in your sleep. And you can tell someone else how to do it as well. So that means you can do it. You can teach it. You love to learn about it. And you're passionate about it. That's dangerous. That's a combo. That's a win. So taking that and going with it, watch what happens. See the magic that comes from it. You know, every time someone says um, that I couldn't do something, I say bet. That's also a reference from episode 22, Impossible. First thing I hear When I hear the word impossible, in my mind, I hear bet, challenge accepted. Let's go. Let's do. I'm not afraid of the unknown. I'm afraid of not giving my all and slowing down off the gas because I'm afraid or I don't know what's going to happen next. No, I don't have time for fear. That doesn't mean I'm not going to ever be afraid. I'm not going to let the fear or me being afraid slow me down from pursuing what I need to do with what I have to get to what I want, to build what I need to build, to become who I need to become as a man, as a husband, as a hopefully a future father, as a son, as a businessman, all the things. It takes time and effort and energy to scale and do what you need to do. And you got to be able to be focused and disciplined to do it. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Digress. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Troy on social media? You can find him on all platforms at Find Troy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you're listening. Looking for a marketing strategist to build the structure, strategies, and systems you need to get the success you want and the ROI you desire in your business? Book a discovery call to talk with Troy at findtroy.com. And as Troy's philosophy goes, imagination is the engine, content is the fuel, social media is the highway, marketing is the roadmap, sales is the destination, culture is the GPS. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 